Hi guys, welcome back to Unfiltered Chaos Podcast. So I am super excited for this episode today, guys. I have my dear friend on, Candy, who is another special needs mama. And she has three children, all with prem births, and as well as her firstborn has special needs. So today we talk about basically the journey of our journeys of being parents and having children with special needs and juggling not only that journey, but then just life as well. And all the things that come with that and, you know, being a mama and advocating for our children and managing our own mental health and the list goes on. So we kind of touch base on heaps of little topics and it's just two mums having a chat, having a laugh, connecting, who totally get each other and even though our worlds are different, even though like because you know our sons both have different special needs we still get each other and yeah it's an amazing episode and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it so let's get into it Alrighty, hello <laughs> how are you candy good good hot very hot right. <laughs> that is it's ridiculous but good that we're in here con <laughs> so um it's really good that we could finally make this happen oh yeah we've been trying many 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 times <laughs> life just gets in the way constantly oh yeah we almost thought we had to fail again today oh my god did it. <laughs> oh, i don't know i think yeah johnny's fine but yeah i don't know i think it was just the heat yeah it does it to saxon yeah there's all sorts of things to saxon so yeah but no. So, I guess, like, today, what do you kind of want to cover? What are you, like, happy with to talk about, like? Oh, pretty much anything. Yeah. Do you want to take it back? Should we take it back to where our stories began? Oh, yeah. Well, I can tell you um, that I saw you a lot a lot longer like for quite a period of time before you actually spoke to each other I don't even know why that happened but yeah I just uh so we met at a special school with our special kids yeah and uh ECDP wasn't it was it no it was the end of prep it was like the very first time I spoke to you was like a Christmas party at prep I don't know why but But like was Johnny in in the the same class in the same class with Lee yeah yeah. (laughs) I don't know either I just don't know why we just I'd see you and I'd just be like oh you're in your world you know yeah and then which I was yeah I mean I was the same you know yeah and I still do that even at the I don't know what you're like at um Liddy's school but when I go even to Maddie now I feel like I'm just really yeah I don't know like I've got Saxon there and you feel the eyes on you and that sort of thing so well Look, yeah. So, like, when Liddy was at the other school, um, because we changed her at the end of grade one. No, she was in prep um, at one school. Is that when she went to our local? Yeah. Yeah, then we moved her over um, to, yeah, the private one. But, um, yeah, I didn't, like, I always felt that. Like, eyes were on me, Mm. you know, because Johnny would be in his push chair and because otherwise he'd just run away and have meltdowns and it was just, you know, he would be screaming. And so always eyes were on me. Um, I think that's where you were at even the first year because you had Johnny and then there was... um, Liddy. Liddy. And then we had the other couple of girls in the class that threw behavioural tantrums as well. Yeah. And then there was Saxon, who yeah. was, like, pretty quiet yeah. as far as, you know. And then you found that Johnny was quite calm by Saxon, which is good. Yeah. Even when I see him now, he's still quite chilled with Saxon, yeah. which so, is nice to see. I think he – I get the impression that Johnny centres when someone's more like – how would you call it? Um, you know, not – doesn't – like, isn't, isn't like like Johnny. Yeah, they're sort of more calm in themselves. Yeah. And, He's more gentle. So, like, even, like, if he's near a baby, mm. he's more, like, gentle, very gentle, or, like, a really elderly person. Yeah. It's, like, he senses. But then, like, if he knows, like, someone, like, you know, is able to, like, be full on with him, then he's, like, <laughs> more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, like, then he'll, like, fully test them and 
Yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, he's really good with Saxon. So, but Johnny and Saxon have been on almost the same year every year since I think it was one year they weren't in the same class, wasn't it? Well, last year, no, two years, two, yeah, yeah, because yeah, last year he was in the other. That was that was a bad bad year. Uh. Yeah, he didn't have Saxon didn't have the best year last year either. With um, I just think it's an experience more than anything. I don't yeah. think any of the teachers or anything are. Crap! I just no. think they're in it, they're young. Yeah, they're new. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You know, it's all like I think it's all a learning. Like, I've been part of their learning curve. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to. Be, you do your own learning curve. Yeah. Give me someone experience. That's what I need. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the same with Johnny. Like trying to find like a support worker. Yeah. <laughs> like it is so incredibly hard. Like, and then you'll get someone who knows what they're doing. You build a relationship with them, and then next minute they're like leaving. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. and it's not as easy to just like go and get a support worker it's because, exhausting, isn't it? Just that the thought of starting again is yes. exhausting. Well, yes. I find it, like, and then like you have to build this relationship again, and you want to trust them, and like you know, can you trust them, and will yep. they know what to do with your child <laughs> if they go out in the community alone with them to keep him safe? Because yep. Johnny obviously runs off. Yeah. And you know, I can't imagine it. like, you know, Bo is three and he can run, but Johnny is much faster, obviously. I don't know how you catch him half oh. the time. I struggle with Bo. I well, just, like, <laughs> use my reach, my long arms. That's what catches him. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, and, like, I find he's getting – that's why I'm, like, trying to do, like, the push-up challenge. I don't know if you've seen but I started <laughs> no. a push-up challenge, right, where, like, by the end of 30 days I should be doing, like, 50 push-ups in, like, one, like, Session. You should be doing like squats or something. Oh. <laughs> Shouldn't you be working on your I'm try- legs? I don't know. I'm trying to build my strength everywhere. So I feel like he's just getting bigger and he's getting stronger. Yes. And I can't keep up yeah. with it. Like, I don't know. It overwhelms me to think about like what it'll be like. Oh, like You're going to start like track training. God. Hopefully <laughs> he's, training. he's better. Like, can you imagine? He's definitely, no, he's definitely gotten better because I remember him in prep. He was like... He was always watching the teachers and the teacher's aides, and the second they were distracted, he'd go. It's just the behaviours, like, like at school. Like, even now that he's starting this year, I thought he'd have a great year because he's with, like, you know, the other teacher who he loves, and he's with, like, you know, the other teacher aide. But, um, and he's got everyone in his class. Mm. But it's just, like, that second break seems to be, like, a trigger for yeah. him, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, a combination of things. I don't know if it's, like, the heat and then there's so much going on in the playground. Like are getting tired, too. So yeah, tired. Yeah. You know, like, he doesn't sleep that well anyway. Medication's probably, like, wearing off mm-hmm. or, like, you know. And then there's just, like, so many energy going on in the playground. Like, all these kids all with all these different – Yeah, yeah are bouncing off each other. Yep. Escalating each other's like, and next minute you have meltdowns for like hours later. So I don't know. Hopefully we'll get there. But has Johnny? Um, does Johnny have to have heart surgery at some point? No. So basically, his ASD closed, which yep. was good. Um, but the only thing they said is they need to keep an eye on his blood pressure or something, just because we have this weird hereditary. Thing on Sam's side, um, and then on my side, there's like weird heart things, and um, Liddy's got like the heart weird thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. It's something to do with like your. I don't know. It's like we don't even know if it was from she was born with or it was from COVID. So they don't. They oh, can't. Really? They can't work out. That's freaky. So basically, it's like she has palpitations all the time and her heart rate will go, like, really high. Something right. to do with, like, the – what do you call it? The – like, the electrics in the electrics, heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, don't it's know. cardio. Yeah, like, something, something. – one of those things. <laughs> it's called something, but it's a really weird name. Um, and it's usually the cause of – because of an underlining thing has caused it. So she got here with COVID, like, three times, like, and then – no, she never used to complain about, like, this, like, chest thing. And then it became, like, yeah, she was complaining all the time. I'm like, oh, you know, it's nothing. And then we had, yeah, got her checked and then came back that, yeah. Her heart rate's all over. Yeah, it's all out and we had to do all this stuff. So we're actually due to go back to see them. So she's not allowed on medication at the moment. Um, They've not got her on medication. Not yet. And 
Yeah, so I think we go back soon and they'll talk about, like, what are the next steps? Yeah, I was going to say, so what are they doing? I nothing. don't know. They're doing nothing. We're just, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just the public system. <laughs> like, just monitoring. <laughs> That's like, right. Survey. You, we'll survey. You know what they said, though? Like, they're like, um, you know, they're like, to catch. So to catch it, right, we had to catch it. So before we could get, like, the halter put on over seven days. So we did, like, a 24-hour, 48-hour one. And then we did a different one. It was, like, seven days. And then, but before that, he's like, you need to try and catch it. So every time she gets palpitations or feels anything, you need to quickly go to like ring an ambulance or quickly go to like the doctors or go down to the ambulance station, your local one. And I'm like, what, just walk in there? And he's (laughs) like, yeah, just walk in there and explain your situation. (laughs) I'm like, it was a nightmare. Like when she was at school, they would call me and they're like, Liddy's in an ambulance. And I'm like, it happened like so many times. Just it's before, crazy when yeah. that's never happened with Johnny, or I've never had that happen with Saxon. Like yeah. the school call going, "Yeah, he's in an ambulance." <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! They're like, "Yeah, her heart, yeah," and then like, oh, it was yeah, full on. But oh, I'm glad that's kind of yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen, but um, mm. yeah. Well, so. though, um, with with Mark, they've zapped him twice now. So yeah, he's had oh, two de- two defibrillations. One when Saxon was a baby and ten years ago, and yeah. Another one in uh, December. Oh, Early really? December, he got, <laughs> got zapped he, again. What was his? Um, arrhythmia. Okay. Arrhythmia? His, uh, erratic heart rate, Yeah, basically. okay. So his is genetic, is it? Apparently, well, his father has problems with his electrics, but so he's, yeah, he's basically saying he's had it his whole life, and if it goes back out again this time, they're just going to go, yeah, you're right, no worry, just... <laughs> oh okay yeah just carry on with your life you'll be right oh, <laughs> oh yeah it's it's so much like but yeah i know it's it's just such a journey like with oh, the yeah. kids like, from the start hey from the very very start <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like there you go get thrown in there like and now you're gonna like try and tread on water like oh. like yeah you have the whole birth thing and that's an experience in itself and then, I mean, for you, it's a different experience even than me where, yeah. did you know before Johnny was born? So, yeah, well, let's take it back. What, let's go ten, way back. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, so I was, like, obviously young. Um, so young. Bro. I was, like, yeah. 18. Yeah, 18. Um, it's super so, young for that diagnosis. Yeah, like. but it, how it unfolded was straight. So it never got offered like um, why would they? the testing because yeah, they did, apparently they? they didn't do it but back then. But even like you would never have been suspected of it. Like. No, and then anyway, but they did pick up things with like throughout. Yeah, like growing him. They and they told us they thought he was going to have some form of dwarfism. Right, and um, I was like, oh okay, <laughs> and um, yeah. It, that Certainly doesn't have that issue. Yeah, no, it <laughs> was like really unexpected. And then, so he was, and I don't think the dates were adding up because uh, when he was born, he was like really small. Like he was like five pounds. Uh, I think, yeah, five pounds. Um, he was small and he was covered in all that white stuff. And they say that like usually that's because they're born early or too early. Um, so I don't think the dates ever added up cause I had him at like 37 weeks. Um, but yeah, when he was born, um, I, I didn't see anything. Um, neither did Sam. Well, he's got the, the milder version, doesn't he? Yeah. So he has, yeah. um, so there's like three, t- there's three different ones. There's. Obviously, full trisomy twenty one, yeah. and then there's translocation, which is a genetic one, and oh, hereditary, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So the parents will like carry the gene, right. and then you'll get oh. that type of Down syndrome. Even though you could pass that on, <laughs> yeah. And then then there's mosaic, which is what Johnny's got. Right. So which means he has some cells of Down syndrome. So he, how they, so his cells are eighty. I think it's like eighty eight. So some cells? are missing the T21 and some are not. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, Trippy. So, like, he has 88 cells of trisomy 21. Was and he then, was talking to me about the chromosomal changing therapy or something? Or was that someone else? I don't know. Maybe it was me. I don't know. I've gone through that much. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so he has – yeah, but you'll never know where in his DNA where, where those cells are. Yeah. So, obviously, it has affected him 
intellectually and yeah um seems to have mostly <laughs> left his heart alone though which is good yeah so it's that's all right but then it, it's given him like all these other weird health things but um yeah and but yeah so when he was born we left the hospital um nothing was said right and then probably about a probably about a week at home i was like looking at his feet and i was like oh, his feet look Really? You no, know, different. Like it was it, like the first place you Yeah, like it had the gap, like that big toe gap, which Down oh, syndrome people okay. have. Right. And um, I was looking and I was telling everyone, like in the family, I was like, what do you think, you know, he's... You There's know, something going on here. Yeah, and I Googled it and like, you know, obviously it was coming up with things. I'm like, oh, no, surely not. Come and I was looking at it, but I couldn't see. And, and then anyway, we ended up in hospital because he was having breathing issues at like... I don't know, it must have been a week old, not even that. And then, so we ended up in the hospital at the Royal, where they used to have that children's section. And um, I remember it as clear as day, like being in there and literally like no word of a lie, there would have been like, I don't know, like probably like 20 doctors and nurses all in there, like staring at me. And like my mum was there and... um, they're looking and next minute this nurse puts her head in and from the curtain, she's like, are you going to tell her already? I was like, tell me what? Oh, no. And then fair. they're like, um, we suspect Down syndrome. So we need to do testing and all that. And I was like, you what do you mean? What? <laughs> I was like, I was like, when, when did you suspect this? And then. It went from there, so apparently... Did they tell? Did they say that they'd been suspecting it for a while, like when yeah, he was born? Yeah, they expected it when he was born. And not just that, I found out too, that family members suspected it when oh, they first met him. No one but no one said... didn't want to say. Yeah. I want to burst your bubble. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, then we went from that and then got the testing done. And then, yeah, we found out that, yeah. Um, and then it went from there. And then we were just like, you know, I, it was so weird, like... How I found out. So, like, we didn't find out from, like, the person that tested us, a pediatrician. Our GP told us. Apparently, GP is actually not meant to tell you, but I went, I was so eager. I was so eager to know. Like, so I went in there to the doctors with my sister-in-law and, um, yeah, anyway, went in there with her and had Johnny and, um, and I was like, so what is it? Like, you know, what? And he goes, yeah. And he was, like, very, like, you know, trying – he goes, are you okay? You know, trying to down. be calm. <laughs> and anyway, he told me, he's like, yeah, you know, it's come back, rah, rah. And I just went, okay, cool. Like, I literally just went, okay, cool. Like, it, that's fine. You know, we can handle having it. Having a baseline makes it better for some weird reason. Yeah, I was I like – It's, like, weird. It was just like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, what do you mean that's cool? <laughs> and I was like – Even my sister-in-law was like, are you Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, totally. I was like, processing, let's I'm go processing. now. Let me process, I was like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> and anyway, she's looking at me and it was all just bizarre. And then I, I remember saying to him, I was like, oh, nothing's worse than what my brother had and died from. Because like, my brother died two months before I had Johnny. Did he have again? I don't know. So he had um, Lee disease, which is like a mitochondrial um, like disorder. Okay. Um, and obviously mitochondrial like makes up everything in yeah, our body yeah. um and yeah so like he my mum and her partner are carriers mm. so obviously they had a child with that disease but then I'm also a carrier so each child that I had Could have had to it. get tested and all of that and everything but yeah it was weird and then I don't think it ever really hit me until a couple of years in and then that's when it hits Sam straight away. Um, I think they did the same thing to Mark, really. Yeah. But it didn't hit me for like a couple of years in, and I think the reason was because it was hitting me when he was like little because the behaviours were starting to show and I was being around other families yep. with Down syndrome kids and he wasn't like them. Oh. So I felt like I didn't fit in that world. Oh, that's fun, isn't it? We don't fit anywhere. Love yeah, <laughs> because it's like, well... No, my son isn't calm and just able to sit there and chill like he's so full on. And that's when I started to think maybe he's got something else. It's like Downs with ADHD. And he does. So he has has ADHD and autism. Oh, joy. 
And it's not the Down syndrome that gets me, it's the autism. Autism is like a different ball game. It is, yeah. Especially when it comes to the, yeah, the behaviour yeah. side of things. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't fit there. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like just in my own world now. Like, oh. Dude, that's the weird, I think that's the weird part about having um, special needs kids, especially ones that don't fit in a box like yours or mine where, mm. you know, Saxon's got this heart defect that obviously caused everything. And, yes. you know, we've just gone through that second heart surgery and, that puts like even trying to like I know from the very beginning we were ousted from like when it happened to him when he had the brain injury from his heart surgery he at fourteen months he um you felt like you didn't fit in anywhere like the yeah. heart kids and even the doctors just totally forgot that you that this was all caused by a heart defect yeah you're just like well now you're a brain injury now you're a, yeah now you're that side yeah but like you know no no one over there would ever acknowledge the fact that my child had developed normally up until 14 months and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the world changed for him. I can't imagine him waking up from that. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I just got to imagine waking up like, and your whole body just well, that's, doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so with his, um, his brain injury, so tell me what type of brain injury, like how is he? So like what he they is the equivalent, I suppose, of... Um, to to some degree, someone falling in a drowning or um, um, suffocation. That's okay. basically what happened. Where so um, he went in to what was supposed to be a simple overnight stay with a catheter, cardiac catheter, which goes in through the groin. Should have been a simple procedure, so they told us. But he obviously arrested on the table, which started having the cardiac arrest. They said that the valves in his aorta basically stuck open. Oh. So they were trying to, they gave him tons of adrenaline, mm. internal massaging, trying to get his heart to go and no matter, or just pump. Um, and what they tried, they just couldn't get a flow mm. until they bypass and it takes a minimum of 40 minutes to get you on a, on a heart-lung bypass machine. Oh, wow. So he basically went 40 minutes without oxygen and that's what caused the, the injury. But it's basically, so they call it a global hypoxic event. So it's a lack of oxygen to the brain for... Gosh that period of time. It's just amazing <laughs> that he even came out of that though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you've got to obviously look at the positives yeah. and um, I know there's like, there's kids that are five minutes longer without oxygen and they're profound, profoundly deaf, profoundly blind, you know, yeah. those sorts of things. So, I mean, uh, and this one particular kid he's got, he can't control his heart rate even, his mm. temperatures, nothing. Mm. So, I mean, we've been lucky in a lot of those areas. Um but then, you know, we've all heard the stories about the kids and the people that go an hour without oxygen and they're perfectly fine skipping around afterwards. Oh, so, I mean, that's a bit of a... That that would be very rare. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow, <laughs> for sure. Oh, gosh. But um, that was weird in the sense that, like, you had, you know, you would have had your ideas and your dreams for your child when they were born and you were hit pretty early with that news. Mm. Um and then I got to, as you would with Liddy, you got to watch them develop and grow yeah, and, and, and all those like, dreams get bigger in your mind and yeah. then all of a sudden you're just smacked. It's, like, it's <laughs> just a, a rug ripped out from under you. And It's just so crazy though, like how life works. Yeah. And you always like ask why. Like I, Oh, Mark blames himself. He oh. blames the work he did when he was younger, the, being in the army, being in the special forces, doing what he did there. He's like, I've, that's why this has happened. Oh. And in my head I'm just like, dude. I don't care who you want to love, who you think made us up there. I don't care who they are. If they are punishing my child for yeah. something that you did, yeah. uh-uh, I don't want to know. No. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, And so with Saxon, he, with his brain, he, he definitely understands. He seems to have, so his personality, it's, it's very central um, because okay. it's um, a lock, lack of oxygen. You know, it comes from the brain stem, so it's right at the center where all your movement and all that is, that's been the most affected place of his um, part of his brain. Okay, um, just above the brainstem. Um, so his personality, the front, um, seems fine. He doesn't yep. seem to have changed very much in his personality, and his learning seem seems to still be there. But obviously, he now has the difficulty of needing to wear glasses, struggling to communicate, all these things which make learning harder for him. Yeah. He can't ask questions and all that sort of yeah. thing. So, yeah, those things have he's maintained, luckily, but um, they're just a lot harder. They're harder to get around now. Yeah, that's right. And they were, um, which I find, I find frustrating, obviously, to a point because 
NDIS. <laughs> Don't even go there. Don't even go there yet. Well, I'm just going to squeeze nah. into the speech therapy side of things and say just in general, it's so freaking hard. It's oh. so, so – I mean, as you know, Saxon is – a tech boy. He uses mm. a screen to talk. He uses his eyes and a magic camera that tracks his eyes and he talks that way. I can't find a speech therapist in this state who knows what they're doing and can act. My son really? has Saxon's had that since prep, yeah. halfway through prep. He's never had therapy, never had intensive or continuous speech therapy. And we've had funding since 2019. So are they just not training people how yeah, to do it? Yeah, they're either very inexperienced or actually just completely unavailable. Like you're on wait lists for ages just waiting to find a speech. In the private sector, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's my gosh. really, really frustrating. Like, so, yeah. you think that they would make that, like, a priority? Because, like, yeah. I'm sure there's, like, heaps of kids that would need that. Yeah. Well, like, it's – and, it, I mean, the technology just keeps getting better and it's yeah. like – yeah, I need the people to train and come teach him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. And cause it, is he using it now? Yeah, I mean, we're lucky that he still tries to use it okay. because apparently a lot of kids, like, if they're not getting anywhere, they just give up. It's yeah. like, oh, this is too hard or, you It's know. fascinating, isn't it, though? Oh, uh, yeah, I love watching him. Like, he wants a bird. He's been wanting a bird for years. Oh, um, really? And especially because, yeah. you know, our dog passed away a couple of months yes. ago. We were like, okay, well, we've been telling you when he goes, you yeah. can have a bird, so... He keeps saying he wants a baby bird. Oh, wow. We have to go to the vet and get a baby bird. Then I have to go to the vet. Maybe you can't find a pet shop. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and what bird does he want? Oh, he hasn't. I suppose we haven't given him like yeah. choices to make that sort of choice. But he likes the bigger ones, like the yeah. not too big, but like the um, what are they called? The conyers? Yeah. Or the, is it a cake? Is yeah. There, something like They're that. Like- is a, they're only about like a little bit bigger than a cockatiel, I think. Yeah, but you can like train them and stuff. Yeah, they're supposed to be the conyers are supposed to be quite like a versatile bird. Like you okay. can, kids would be okay with them. Okay. As long as you don't crush it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like they're happy being sort of spun upside down and yeah. whatever with them when they're tame. But um, I don't want one that gets attached to one person. That's, yeah, that's my issue. I know. <laughs> you want it to like be with. Yeah, because there's the certain parrots. Yeah, there's certain oh, okay. ones that can have a like lovebirds and that sort of thing. They get it. like lovebirds don't like being alone. Obviously, that's yeah. why you're supposed to buy them in pairs. But there's also a lot of birds that will get like really they get attached. attached to a mate. They'll get attached to a human, and oh. they think they're human. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that the that would be the bigger ones like the, the macaws? Yeah, I would love do a that macaw. same. They're so noisy though. So expensive, <laughs> and, and I get they, t- they get really like territorial and like, yeah. aggressive too. Mm. You have to be like, and I get told they're almost like having another baby, like oh, you know, no, feeding gosh. times. Oh and gosh, cutting no, everything. Oh, yeah. sorry, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mum has a um. A rainbow lorikeet, right, that they rescued from when it was, like, a little baby, they right? They get fed, like, liquid nectar or something, don't they? Yeah, so oh, he goodness. is... Oh, <laughs> and they poop like water, right? Yeah, like, when my mum calls me, it's like having a child in the background that annoys you. <laughs> like, he is, or she, whatever it is, is like that. Like, it's full on. It just, like, keeps gawking and carrying on and, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So mum's always, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> my brother had this galah when we were teenagers. And uh, typical my brother, he's like, I want this thing. And then it just yeah. sat in the cage. And the cage wasn't even big enough for the poor thing. Like, oh, you know, It could probably just spread its wings <laughs> oh out. In this, I know, I know. And the thing just used to sit there and squawk. And anytime anyone came, like, anywhere I could see anyone, I'd just be like, rah, rah. It's probably just wanted to get out. Just Shut let me up. let me free. Yeah, I should have let just Let me live my life. Just go, mate. Fly away. <laughs> I do feel bad, too, when they are in cages. Like, Yeah, no, that's why... Um, yeah, I want one that's been hand raised, and yeah, he won't. His cage door be open; he can come and go as he pleases. Yeah, and like have like a little yeah. stick he can sit on or whatever. Yep, well, that would be cool. Yeah, and I like the idea of him, you know, being able to sit like not like a dog; like he could actually sit on Saxon's wheelchair, or yeah, he could sit on his eye gate stand like. and like hang out by him. That's pretty cool. I think. <laughs> I think he would love it. Yeah, I think so. That's like Johnny though. Like when we, um, I remember when we were in a hospital once. Well, this was when he was like, I was pregnant with Liddy, and um, he was in a hospital. Uh, so it'd have only been about three or four, sort of. Yeah, he must have been like two or two and a half, three. I don't know. I was yeah, I was like nearly due with Liddy. Um, that's actually when I went into preterm labour too, because I was in hospital for weeks <laughs> with Johnny because we nearly lost him. And um, but the How early o- was she born? So well, they stopped it. 
right? So I had, <laughs> had got a job. Yeah, had to get all of those because he. I got the tablets. Oh my god, that was another thing that was so dramatic. Like, so here I am in hospital with Johnny for like a week. You know, nearly lost him. We got t- they. Oh, this so is after t- the breathing episode. Yeah, so we've had like so many breathing oh, things. Yeah. Like, yeah, but um, and many times we have nearly lost him to different things. Um, but this one, um, his neck, like, was, like, out here, right? <laughs> like, I remember it. The GP came over because it just happened so suddenly. And um, he was like, oh, my gosh, you need to go to hospital now. And, like, so we went to hospital, get rushed in there. He was, like, he was, like, going downhill by, oh, like, like, seconds. Like, it, how quickly it happened was, like. Yeah, I've only seen Saxon like that once. Yeah. So she could actually watch the numbers And you're like, down, oh, my gosh. Like, and so we, I remember we get to, we were living at Northside at the time. So it must have been Prince Charles, I think we were at. And so they rushed him in and they're, like, they didn't know what was going on. And first we got told he had lymphoma. Oh, the great. cancer. Yeah, nice. Thanks then they said that we're going to have to transfer you to the children's. Um, and we're like, what? Like, so, and then next minute these doctors were fighting with each other because, like, one is saying, <gasps> no, it's lymphoma. lymphoma. It's definitely lymphoma. And the other one's like, I don't believe it's lymphoma. He's like, I think it's a, um infection in his lymph nodes, um, which is called lymphocytis, which obviously makes you very ill. Yeah, through your whole body, yeah. Yeah, and... um. Anyway, so, because they wanted to do a biopsy, and the guy's like, no, we're not doing a biopsy. It's, <laughs> he's got infected lymph nodes. Yeah. So they were fully fighting. Anyway, so he was in there. Anyway, it turns out it was lymphocytis. So, do your white blood cells go up just as high with, like, a an infection or cancer? Like, Because I'm guessing yeah, that's I what think they would have gauged same. off. Oh, yeah, right. so I think it's the same. And then I think, you know, with cancer, it's to do with the platelets as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if the platelets are really high, usually that's an indication that, I think there's like cancer or something going on, but yeah, and that's another different book. Oh my God, so many things. <laughs> the stories. Oh, but like we were like How many a hours week. We <laughs> so I think I went into that. I would have been like 33 weeks or maybe, yeah, 33 weeks. Anyway, I remember standing at the bed and I'm like looking down at the floor and like all this blood. Oh, isn't that the scariest thing? And I was like, oh. And I was That's like, right. oh my gosh, my son's there. Yeah. And then so I was like, got the, I remember like the nurse coming in. She's like looking at me and she's like trying to rush <laughs> me to emergency next door. And I was like, I can't leave my son. I was like, what do you want me to do? I can't leave my son. He's here by himself. And then she's like, he's going to be okay. I was like, no, you no. And then they're like, you're bleeding everywhere. And they're like, you're pregnant. You need to. I remember it. So the next one, my dad was coming through the door while they're taking me. And I'm screaming going, Go to Johnny, go to Johnny. <laughs> and so dad was with Johnny, but they took me in emergency. They're not even equipped for like um, prim birth. Yeah, yeah, birthing. I don't even think they birth children at Prince Charles, or maybe they do now. A, I don't a, know. a lot of them will take you if you're like literally. past a certain week. They'll they'll help you get okay. birth, but if you're prem, they're so like, I'm go away. Emergency, right? And there would have been like, it was like, in this room, and there would have been like fifty doctors or something. And this looked hectic. Oh Everyone's running around. Had my legs open. They're doing. They're on the. They're on the phone to the royal. They're like, this chick is in labour and she's way too early. And um, anyway, I'm like having like a panic attack. And they're like, okay, oh, they've opened up my legs. They've had to like. All these doctors had their, like, look, felt like all their arms in me. And they're like, oh, they're on the phone. They're like, she's 10 centimetres dilated. And <laughs> I'm like, cow. and I'm like, what? They stopped it with 10 centimetres dilated. Like, listen That's to this, right? I'm like, how many children have you birthed? He's like, I'm okay. He's like, I birthed like over 500 babies. And I was like, okay, you know what you're doing. And then, <laughs> anyway, so, and then there's other people. So, anyway, they transferred me, right? And so I get transferred to the royal. Well, they forgot. <laughs> On the way to the royal, they forgot to buckle me in. <laughs> they went over a freaking like bump thing, and my whole body went in the air. And this guy had to like smack me down, like, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you probably killed my baby." Kill me. Like, anyway, get in there, like, set, like they're running, like in this, like I was on this bed, and they're running like up to like theater, whatever, and um. Yeah, and then Sam's coming in, and I'm like, what is happening? I can't <laughs> listen to this. I get, like, jabbed with, like, all this stuff to prepare our lungs. Is it steroids? steroids. Yeah, get jabbed, and then next minute I get in there. 
<laughs> and then they check. Um, so from the stress, I was like having contractions from mm-hmm. the stress. And then they get in there and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're not even dilated. And I was like, are you joking? And I was like, he said I was 10 centimetres dilated and my waters were broken. No, and he Nothing. was completely wrong. <laughs> And I was like, are you serious? But anyway, I had to stay there for like all the bleeding and they had to figure out what was going on there. But anyway, so they gave me this steroid. <laughs> so you but I so had her got at, the roids anyway. Yeah. Yes. And then I had her at 37, exactly like the same as Johnny. Yeah. Um, but that's better though. Like I didn't get any, I was always really frustrated at the fact that Bo didn't get any, they didn't give me any roids. Like they knew I was a high risk of having another prem birth yeah. and he got no roids. The first roid shot I got was like forty minutes before he came out. It was oh, total waste wow. of time. Yeah, that is Super a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. They should have. He should have. Like as soon as they saw my cervix shrinking, they should have gone. Here's a jab. Right. Because yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. No. Like, um, and that's why I think her lungs are so strong. Like, <laughs> she just. She's just always been like a screamer and like, and that's what I put it down to. I'm like, yes, yeah, Saxon is the same as they gave me the roids. Uh, it's just her lungs are like. Yeah. Well. You know, like I didn't know why Saxon came at 35 weeks and then they kept coming early and it was like, oh, I'm the problem. <laughs> but um, with Saxon, because it was like a whole 12 hours from the time okay. they said my waters had broken yeah. till I actually felt anything and then it was almost 24 hours until he was born. Yeah. So they gave me the roids like overnight and then yeah. he wasn't born until the next afternoon. So we at least got a, a uh, dose yeah. of it. Um, Maddie, they did the same thing as soon as um, – my good obstetrician saw that my cervix was disappearing. He's like, you're going to hospital and you're staying there till you have your baby. That's right. And you're mm. on like bed rest. I was on bed rest. Yes. <laughs> bed rest for six weeks. So that was a crazy. Yeah. And in there with all like everyone else on bed rest is having like triplets and twins. And they're just looking at you. They're going like, you're lazy, man. Like, oh, why I, are you even here? <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Like, stupid body, man. Actually, I do know why. I'll tell you a story. Um, I had to terminate a pregnancy when I was in my early 20s and the guy did a really bad job at it. I do not recommend anyone go to... Go to the special clinics. Yes. Don't go to your GPs. Don't go to your obstetricians or your gynos. Oh, go to a special clinic. That's my recommendation for you. Yeah. Um, he didn't do a very good job and he also damaged my cervix. Because okay, and I think that's he, he said to me, he came in afterwards... Well, first of all, when he was knocking me out, I was actually trying to get out the chair. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and that was too late. They'd already knocked me out. So I couldn't stop that. But when I woke up, he came in and he said, oh, we couldn't get your cervix to open. Oh. So how'd you get in, mate? Yes. Did you, you force forced your way in? Oh and ever God. since then, I haven't been able to have a sealed cervix that stays there. But oh, it was wow. it was so closed then he couldn't get in. So Oh gosh. <laughs> and I also <laughs> have yeah, and I've also um That's horrible. Yeah, I've had a lot of like the pains eased over the years and probably pregnancies as well, but prior to the preg- prior to going all the way through pregnancies and having a birth, um, I got a lot of pain yeah, since since imagine. that happened. Um the cervix and that so so, yes, ladies, if you need this, don't ever, ever, ever no. go to the clinics. They will treat you the best. I didn't even know that they could do that outside of a clinic. I just thought you'd go to the clinic. You should go to the, go to the clinics. Okay. <laughs> I, was, it wasn't, I wasn't treated well on any level, like no, mental level, any of those. Like, horrible. Yeah I, yeah, I had – the guy wasn't very nice to me. It was a male gyno as well. Another bad idea. Uh, d- um, also – Male gynos. Like, also did – multiple internal exams in his office with no like it was just that my partner was there but my partner didn't know what he was doing yeah but he was like I went to another gyno because I had issues after this Mm. I had to go back and see another one because this guy had gone overseas and he's just like oh well if you have any problems like you'll have to wait till I come back (laughs) so I saw a different guy in the same building and um he's given me the letter and he's like you need to go and get an internal ultrasound done and I'm like, well, can't you just do it here? Like, and he yeah. goes, I can't do that in my office. You have to go, and a female has to, you know, do oh. this internal. I'm like, the dude above you, <laughs> on the level above, he's just doing this willy nilly. Every yeah. lady who comes in, internal ultrasound. <laughs> so, oh my god, he sounds like a creep. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Don't. don't. <laughs> oh nah. But also, they, you know, obviously, as you, as a lot of people should know, um, if you go to the clinics, they'll. Talk you through it, and yeah. they treat you a lot better, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I've had heaps of run-ins with like male gynos. Oh, 
The only one I actually liked was the one, and he was old. He was, like, about to retire, and that was the one I had with Maddie. He was yeah. so funny and just really chill. And yeah. Like, he was the one, like, you know, in there for six weeks, and he's coming over to me uh, and checking me in on checking in on me on hosp- in hospital and going, have you gone to have a drink yet? Have you gone down to the pub? And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, like, just go. Tell your partner. Tell the nurses you're going out for a couple of hours. Go down and have a drink. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're, you're like the obstetrician, right? He's like, yeah, that's fine. Just oh don't. My God. When I first met him, he said to me, don't change because, and this is so true, no matter what you do and no matter how hard you try, things still go wrong. Like yeah. things still don't go how you want them to go. So yeah, just don't it. change anything. We said, but don't go starting a Coke habit either. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. He was so funny. He, was he really sounds good. amazing. Yep. Oh, my God. It's a shame he got old and retired. Yeah. <laughs> you need someone like that, though, like just really – real like, yeah and yeah. he just he, he did I, I definitely after saxon not that obviously i didn't have that fear that a lot of parents who have kids that are born that way get that fear of mm. trying again and having more kids and what's going to happen next time and all that sort of mm. thing um but i knew what could happen yeah then by then i knew what could happen yeah <laughs> and that's the thing like with johnny like it you know you do you just see what can happen and how quickly things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your life can literally be turned upside down, like, within a second. Yep. Like, and that's the crazy thing about life, I feel. Like, yep. Oh, but, yeah, I'm definitely not having any more kids, so I'm done. <laughs> no, no, mine if I mean, like, you know, obviously. My tubes out, but. <laughs> did you? you did you not know that no i got it out last year yeah oh, oh yeah that's right because no, i wanted I do, sam I to get it done but he but i thought that was a like with something else that was going well there was you, yeah. yeah other things which i still is so it was kind of pointless so <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad that i got my shoes out because i had to fight to get that done yeah because oh, they give you the whole oh are you sure you're not yeah. gonna and then if and a male that... goes in they're like yep no worries snip snip yeah so they took them out but that is why um i got one of them sacked <laughs> because of what he said um so i had to go private to get this like it's a joke piece. it's such a joke and she agreed that you know um and they wanted to go do things anyway and she goes it's all right like um and she's great that's the one at bayside and i get it if people want to have a chat to, oh okay yeah if but you the, haven't had any kids but if you've got kids like yeah hard, mate. <laughs> anyway so like he said to me right and he goes because i said i had I had to go through this whole mental, like, you know, thing that, you know, you're young. Anyway, he goes to me, he goes, Your son has Down syndrome, right? And I'm like, Yeah, and? I'm like, What's that got to do with why we're here? (laughs) And then he goes to me, He goes, You know, they don't live long. (gasps) I flipped out. I like started screaming. And this nurse comes in and everything, and I was just hysterical. Like, I was like, how dare you? God, holy cow. Who like, says that? I've and never. I was like, and even if he didn't, you know, even if something happens to him one day, doesn't make it right for me to just go out and, and have another. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's not, no one's ever going to replace no, him. No child right. is ever going to exactly. replace him. I'm like, so that's really irrelevant to say. Sick. Like, <laughs> oh, it was I've horrific. never had any, like, you know. Horrific. We, we know Saxon's quite severe, and I've never had anyone actually sit me down and go, "Do you know this could shorten his lifespan?" Yeah, because it's... I've had it multiple times. Mm. Even probably the respiratory doctor. I know it's true, and I know me. it's possible, but no one's ever oh, actually. You know, that's so horrible. It's... What did he say? Because like Johnny was constantly in hospital for his respiratory, and luckily he's been really good lately. But it was a stage he was always in hospital, having pick lines constantly, and um, I think he had like three pick lines in total, oh, and. Yeah. Yeah, and then it got to a point where he's like, look, he goes, I think you should enjoy your time with Johnny. He goes, I he goes, I think he's going to have like a short life. And what they say, it's, what's that term they say? Is it quant- quality of life? Quality over what quantity. Is it? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And I was like, what? Like, it was just so weird. And I was like, who says this? You don't even know. Like, he could... Live until he's elderly. Like I think the sad thing about that whole saying that to parents especially is that like, we all know yeah. every day could be our last, yeah. no matter how we are, no matter so how we are. you don't need to like, put that yeah. in your mind. Yeah, like, you should be living like that regardless yeah. of what's happening. And that's it. And it can happen to any of us. Exactly. Like whether you have special needs or yep. you have health conditions or not. Like yep. we're all, there is no, like we're all on this time like we don't know when <laughs> we our don't time know when it's up that's right yeah, like you hear stories all the time like you know people driving to work next minute yep oh my gosh but 
Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know why doctors do that. And I, I mean, I was just talking to one of my carers today about the, the no hope factor. I hate that. I know mm. they've gotten slightly better. Where they're like, "I'll take your child home." Yeah, but we still have no hope for you. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't have to send them to an institution anymore. We'll yeah. make you comfortable. Yeah, and, like it really frustrated me that they all they seemed focused on me, mm. not Saxon. They were like, okay. "We want you to be able to cope," and I was like, "I don't." fucking care about yeah. coping. I care about fixing my son. He's just yeah. gone through this traumatic thing. Yes. And you're worrying about me. Yes. That that attitude's still there and I find I it, know. no hope. They, like, we don't expect him to do anything. Well, that's, yeah, like, you know, we've been told with all this medication with Johnny because, like, we've trialled different medication for his behaviours um, and there is no medication that's going to fix no, it's going to change it. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, it will make him drowsy, yeah, tired. Yeah. It lowers the blood pressure, which is why he gets tired. Um, and then it comes with all these other side effects. Like, you know, there's that many we've tried and that many we've, like, that has scared us. But, like, you know, we've been told, like, you know, they've said to us, like, what, what else do you want? They're like, do you want him to just cause stress on your life? And deal with these behaviours, or do you want him to just be calm, not calm, but just dosed, dosed out? <laughs> yeah, and I went, I don't want, I don't want that. I'm like, I want him, him. I don't want it to change him. Yeah. And I was like, you don't have to worry about, you know, dealing with his behaviours. I do. And he's like, yeah. well, it's pointless that you're here. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, even you should when, have said, yeah, you're right. I'm going to find a and new this doctor. This is why I don't see. Like, we've been through so many pediatricians, but this is why I don't go and see them. Like, even like so when Saxon I doesn't have one at the moment for the same reason. Yeah, and even like when them we, useless. They are. <laughs> they are useless. Like, they just nah. They just don't get it. Like, and they cost so much money. Yeah. Oh, well, like you know, even to get like when I wanted to try cannabis, which we still use for him. Mm. Um. That was, like, a fight. Like, See, I find that so sad. Like, I mean, that was the one lucky thing I had with the pediatrician we had at the time. He was, I was, like, you know, beating around the bush going, how do I go to bring this up? Ooh. And then when you bring it up, he's just like, yeah, no worries. I'll sign off and endorse that. No problems. Well, But I hear about so many other people that have severe seizures yeah. or whatever going on in their lives and they really struggle. Yeah. To get access. Well, he did eventually sign it, but he didn't think I was actually going to go ahead right. and do it. Yeah. So it's all legal, obviously, but... Um, you know, ever since we started cannabis, because we use it for, um, because cannabis you can use for like many things. Oh, so many things. Like pain, um, you know, autism, like sleep, obviously seizures, like the list goes on, like your immune system. Anxiety. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there's so many, (laughs) but like ever since we started it, so he, um, we noticed his immune system got heaps better. Mm. So, like, we haven't had any admissions with his respiratory since. And they had a look and they did blood work and they noticed since he's been on it that his inflammatory markers have gone down dramatically. So they're like, stick to that either way, even if it's not working for behaviour. But it does, like, help with sleep and it can help with, like, his behaviours. But it's so expensive. Like, even now at the moment, like, he's not on it because we've ran out and it's... It's just so expensive. Like yep. it is very expensive. It's a joke. Like, and I even rang them and I said, like, you know, because like we, they're so great, they're amazing. Like, and you just ring them when you can and you can get money. Like, obviously, the idea is to take it all the time, but there's times where he'll run out and then we just can't get it I for know. like a few weeks or you know. And I found that, and I mean, we've done what we've had to do um, to stretch it out sometimes, but we yeah. because. Um, Saxon's epilepsy has been controlled by the CBD in particular. Yes. We hate running out. Yeah, because you need it to control that. <laughs> and you're paying through the freaking nose oh. for a medicine that's been proven Gone in hospital to, to make a ma- massive changes to his epilepsy for one thing. Um, and you can't, like, even in the hospital, you know, they have the program. But you, like, I laughed at them last. So when we were um, in hospital for Saxon's heart surgery in October, mm. there were issues with us using... Um, the oil in there. They won't. They won't. They do don't want to do it. You and have yeah, to. All yeah. this rubbish. It went all the way up to the CEO when I was in there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they came back in there, and um, it was just us. They go, look, do you want us to go and get it prescribed through the clinic? And I laughed at him. I said, you can go try, but I can tell you now, he won't qualify. Yeah, you won't be able to get it for him. And um, they went, no, okay, we'll go and we'll go and try. And they went back. They went off, and they came back, and they go, yeah, we couldn't get it. And I, went, I know you couldn't yeah. get it. So because it's free, if you can do it that way, you get it for free. Oh wow! But to get into that clinic or trial or whatever they're calling it now, 
You have to have basically exhausted every epilepsy drug there is because China is epileptic as well, isn't it? No, so they thought he was having nighttime like sleep seizures. Oh, clonics, yeah. Um, but they don't know yet because just the way he wakes so frequently in the way he does, they're thinking maybe there's some activity going on. Um, but he hasn't had an EEG. So yet. they did one, but he ended up in emergency that night <gasps> because he got really sick. When we're in there, so the, oh. I literally didn't sleep for like twenty four hours. I think oh, no. I was exhausted and like sleep studies suck as there is. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, he got ill, and anyway, so they had to call emergency to come up, and he was like, "Everyone's like, what's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know." He was fine though before we got in here. Next minute, he was like having raging fevers. He was breaking out like this rash and like. Holy yeah, cow. so that kind of was like a test just didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, we'll try that again later. And he hated the things on him, so and they wanted yeah, to use that thing in his note, oh, and yeah. he can't handle that. So, yeah, that was very not successful. So they don't, they don't really know. <laughs> My other frustration with those sleep studies, and I mean they really should be chasing that up. That's not good. They're probably but, like, well, he's already on cannabis, so it's probably <laughs> helping. Well, to be honest, I mean, even since Saxon was diagnosed in 2019 with mm. the seizures, with having epilepsy, and since then, I feel like his seizures have gotten worse. I feel like it's such a gamble when you mm. choose to try a new drug because every drug uh, seems to have, you know, we were talking about this the other day, they're just trying a new drug, you never know how it's going to affect the kid. No, well, kid. that's it. And um, Saxon obvi- of- often has the negative effects and the rare side effects. Yes. So he'll, like, get more seizures when it's supposed to be stopping his seizures or he'll vomit yeah. profusely every day and, you know, how skinny my son is already. Yeah. Can't have him vomiting. No. Um, so, yeah, every time, and even the last time we were, we've just started now, they said the biggest issues with that was behavioural. It's okay. going to change. And he has just been, like, really irritated and yeah, upset. Just and he's just started to settle in the last couple of days. And it's been, like, a month, I think, we've been on it so far. Okay. It just sucks, man. I <laughs> know. Oh, I hate going through whole new medications. It's just a nightmare. Like, and you don't even have it for, like, epilepsy, they go, yeah, there's 21 drugs. We just keep trying, yeah. you know, until we find the ones that work or the combination. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But I don't know, like, because Johnny's on different meds for different, yeah. all sorts of different things. Yeah, so he's got like yeah, like he's got his thyroid one, and then he's got like melatonin. Um, oh yeah, Saxon. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then he he's got on clonidine, um, which is on three times a day. That's insane. Yeah, and then well, Saxon was on that for like a week, and they were like, "Okay, I need to wean off it over a two week period." Yes. <laughs> so, oh, you know, we've been on Holy that. Crap. Yeah, and then he's on. What else? Yeah, obviously CBD and THC. Yeah. But, like, they also wanted to um, – so there's heaps we've tried, like, that many. Like, I didn't even know the names. Like, Ritalin, that was horrific. Oh Never again. Ritalin, yeah, no. Never no, no. again. Bad like, name ever. on that one. Far oh, out. And then there's just so many. There's, like, gadapentin or whatever it is. Gadapentin, which I'm pretty sure they use that for a seizure, seizure as well. I haven't heard of that one yet. So that one, yeah. As soon as, like, the cannabis doctors found out they're on, he was on that, they're like, oh, my, get off that now. Mm. Like, apparently it does something to the brain. Like... Oh, all those meds, especially the epilepsy meds. Yeah. Fuck with your brain. Yeah, so it does something, like... They tried to explain to me. Anyway, it's not good. Whatever it's stopped, it is. A lot of them stop it's production. Stop, yes. They stop production like of dopamine or they stop production of a really important hormone yeah, that your can, body needs to function. Yeah, and, and you, if you suddenly st- Yeah, if you suddenly stop it, you're, mm. you can have organ failure. And it's I was so, like, <laughs> not it's good, so man. scary. Your it's body can't like... catch up with that dopamine production all of a sudden. Oh, and it, yeah. It's so scary. Mm. Oh. It was even scarier, like, when this first happened to us and we did the three-month stint in hospital after Saxon's brain injury... The staff that are meant to be keeping on top of all of that couldn't even do their jobs. So one, um, what do they call them, intern? No, interns? Yeah. Uh, the learners, the, the doctor learners. <laughs> doctors. The ones that are, like, still learning, but they're not yeah, quite there what yet. are they? You need something. Anyway, know. that one hadn't um, written the charts, the med charts up right. He oh. forgot, uh, I think it was Lyrica. No, no not Lyrica, um, Levodopal, which yeah. is another one of these that changes yeah. production of hormones in your brain. And then left it off. Just forgot to write it onto the sheet. So he went from a max dose of it. They told us he can't have any more. He's have, we're giving him as much as we can. God. To nothing. And he started like he started acting really weird. He was crying. He was 
his guts were going funny. He was vomiting. And oh, I'm God. like, I'm like, like he's having withdrawals. That's what I said to him. I said, he looks like he's having withdrawals from drugs. And this was by this point I had realised they had forgotten it off and we sort of fixed it. But I'm like, he's having withdrawals right now. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, he's sick. They did all the swabs because they're like, no, he's sick. He's sick. They all Not came back sick. clear. Like, I yeah, freaking told you. Oh, idiot, I swear. <laughs> Almost killed him, you bastard. <laughs> Sorry, doctor. But some of you are just not. Like, the amount of run-ins that I've had. But a lot of it's just that they won't admit fault, and that's the no. biggest thing. Like, that's what or, gets you on your heels. some of them literally just stick to their textbook. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that is not how it's life not works. <laughs> Sorry. Like, every child and person on this planet is different and yeah. presents differently. There's no textbook. There's no textbook uh-uh. for this stuff. Like, no. oh. Have you used Ryan's rule? Um, I've not specifically said it, but yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, been like, so. I'm like, you're not listening to me and yeah, you need to so. fix this or I'm going to freaking kick and scream. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's sad though that like you have to do that. Like, yeah, you have to push to that extent. Yep. Yeah. No, we've like, had, we've had quite a few. We've never actually like specifically said Ryan's rule, but yeah, I we've had a few it. run-ins and, um, but we, but I have this dynamic in my household where, I call Mark, like, I call Mark the pit bull. <laughs> so, like, when I, when I want someone to just come in and be, like, a Tasmanian yeah. devil and just go feral, that's when we get Mark in. If no one's listening and I really need you to listen, I'm going to get Mark yeah. in the door and he'll get your attention oh, and then really? you'll listen oh, to me. <laughs> that's hilarious. I know. Oh, it seems like that too. Like, it's just coming to make no sense. With the, I know. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I want my attention. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. Um <laughs> It's just crazy. Like, and this is all the stuff that, like, we don't talk about. You just, like, roll with it. Like, oh, this is just normal. It is. <laughs> you know, it is. most people are like, what are you on about? But, like, but that's it, hey. Like, you you, you get into a um, – you fit in, in that group because of that. We're almost like – there's almost, like, all these inside jokes, but we're yeah. all different. Yeah, I know. But those people don't get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't oh. get it. The hospital. And I mean, even talking to some people and I'll like say ENT or whatever acronym I'm using or abbreviation. They're like, what? I'm sorry, what? Can you just layman's terms? I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, And like, yeah. And how do you, so with our journey so far, how, like with both our journeys, how have you been like, Dealing with it over, like, the 10 years, like, and all of that. I think, like you said, the first couple of years, and that was just, like, almost numb. Uh, Not numb, but you're so focused on trying to fix it, trying to make it better, that you don't even think about uh, what the long-term, what's actually going to happen, what might be the long-term, the permanent part Mm. of it. And so, yeah, the first two or three years, I was just so focused on trying to, rehabilitate him, get him to back to where he was before, yeah. that I wouldn't even accept that Yeah, that's this it. was like, permanent. Yeah. Um, I I did go through a period where I guess I did, like, you know, I had to accept it. And that mm. was the same as you. It was watching other kids develop, seeing that massive yes. change start to well, happen. Like, I, yeah, oh, yeah. All the kids are going that way and you're yeah. just still hanging and out over here. And you start to, like, resent. I don't know. I started to feel like, and that's why I went off social media as well for like that whole three, four years yep. because I literally couldn't handle seeing people live these lives. Yeah. And they're so easy to go on holidays and we go do this you and know, we go they do have, that. Yeah, it's normal, li- yeah. normal life. <laughs> and like, you know, being able to like have friends over and actually chill with their kids and like, <gasps> he's, you know, like. Literally one thing, I don't know who said it to me. They were like, what do you, what would you want in life? And I was like, do you honestly, just to be able to sit here and watch my kids play. Yeah. Just to be able to sit there with a drink and yeah. watch my kids play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like this simple thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And that's something that I struggled with. Like, cause I didn't accept it. Like I thought I did. I thought. You don't. I... And I think cause I had to put on this whole strong thing and you know, in, in, in my head, I kept telling myself, well, nothing's worse. Like, this is not worse from seeing my brother die and going through all that. Um, but that was, you know, they're two different things. Mm. And then, you know, yeah, just. It's accepting it your own yeah. child. Is a... And then all caught off. I went through, like, depression. Um, I was having really bad, like, 
mental breakdown. Just triggers. Yeah, me, for me, yeah. it was triggers. Like you said, every time you saw yes. kids at the park or whatever you like know? that, you just be like, I, I can't watch. I can't yeah. see it. I yeah. don't want to watch it. Like it was just, yeah. And like I'm a lot, I'm very, like I'm a lot better now. I've done like a lot yeah. to get to where I am now. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was like a point where it was just, it was too much. Like I was crying all the mm. time. I definitely the first nine months when Saxon wasn't making any noise and he wasn't smiling for about six months and I struggled with that because I oh, felt yeah. like, yeah, I felt like um, what was the point? Is he actually getting any quality of life? Yes. And it made a huge difference once he actually started laughing and smiling yeah. and then I'm like, oh, my God, okay, now I can yeah. tell that you're enjoying yourself yeah. to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can work with this. I know because that would be hard. Yeah, like. that was the first step and then there was obviously, like you said, the same thing where you take years to actually fully accept yeah. where and you're like, going and that. You know, I think we will always have that though. Like I feel like, you know, right now like he's 10 but I feel like you're always going to go through different. Oh, yeah, like puberty is the next one. Yeah, you know, and we might like in a wall again. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh gosh, is this like. <laughs> but then I also, and I mean I hope you get things like that with, um, with Liddy as well where like I joke with them and I'm like, oh yeah, Bo. You Saxon, you just wait till Bo's a bit older, mate. Yeah. He's gonna be getting you into trouble everywhere. Oh, <laughs> Taking you out. <laughs> I know, Liddy. So fun. Like Liddy's, Liddy's so full on. Like she's like a mini me. Legit, she's like an adult in a child's body. <laughs> like it's really strange. Like I'm like, this is too much. Like, and sometimes I feel like she is too much. Like she is more full on than Johnny. And like, because Johnny's so funny, he'll like. You'll be like, oh, come on. Like, stop. <laughs> did she stop? Chuck, did she chuck like tantrums? Oh, and worse than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because yeah. he gets, he'll be fine. When she goes off, it sets him off. No. And then the next minute, it's like this. They're back and forth. Back yeah, and, and you're like, oh, my God, this is a nut house. Yeah. Like, Marco, <laughs> Maddie goes fully off the Richter and she goes, it's like screaming and yes. kicking. And you're just like, yeah. oh, my God. Throwing herself on the floor, <laughs> like it's just the end of the world. Like, oh, she's just a lot to handle. Like, but no, she's she's a good kid. That yeah, oh, they're all good. They're just all you know. They uh, they make life interesting and funny. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm done though. Like, I can't imagine. But you have to have a limit. Yeah, like yeah. people like my sister having six. Oh, <laughs> nah, well, my mum had five. Like and then so did yeah. Well, yeah, she had me and my brother, and then the three boys. So uh, yeah, like my. So you were the only girl. Yeah, only girl. (laughs) So I'm the oldest, and then there's yeah, my brother because I'm thirty this year. My brother is twenty. Seven, eight, <laughs> 27, 8 this year. Are you doing me? Like, i got to go, okay, okay, I'm at this age, so he must be that age. Well, he's two years younger. So, like, if I'm 30, he must be, like, 27. <laughs> 20, I don't. <laughs> and then I have my other brother who's 18 this year. And then our other one is 16 this year. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then Maddox, he, who passed away, he passed away when he was two. But um, he would have been, I think, twelve. Oh my god! Sorry, mum, if that's wrong. Like, she did spread them out. She did spread them out a bit, though. Yeah. Like my sister just went bang, 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 bang. Well, she had the two, and then she had a few years yeah. gap, and then she just went like, what did she had one, and then two years later she had twins, and then another year later she oh, had wow. another baby. Yeah. It's just like bang, bang, bang. Oh no, no, I couldn't do that. Oh. No. It was oh, already too much. Yeah. Like. I have my limit at three for sure. And I think I get what I used to get worried. Like, imagine if I got tw- had twins. Or like, and like, nah. I was I always wanted twins. And then once Same. I had one, I was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Same. I'm like, how cool would that be? Yeah, get what a story to tell. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Johnny, like, I saw this, um, like, reader. What do you call it? Like a psychic. Person. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I saw one at the markets. Anyway, she was like, oh, baby. Like, I see baby. I was like, no, I've got my tubes out. So, she's like well you, you can still have her i don't say that like <laughs> i got my tube that i know that's very rare but i don't want you to say that to me right and then like ever since then right johnny woke up new year's day and every morning still to this day he says baby and points to my tummy oh, <laughs> and i'm like no johnny no baby in there mommy can't have baby every day he says it even now like i'm like why are you saying that no. Like, where did he get Oops. this from? No, he was he wasn't with you. No. You and no, he just randomly says it. And I'm like, oh my god, he's a psychic. I'm like, <laughs> so I've been doing pregnancy tests, even though my kids are out. I'm like, 
I'm like, just in case I'm that 1% person <laughs> so on the funny. earth, like, has a baby that's got that. Because uh, apparently it is possible. It's like rare, wow. but possible. It's a tube regrow or something. That's the right. trippiest thing I don't ever. know, but apparently it can happen. And apparently, like, women have actually sued. Yeah, like hospitals <laughs> yes. because they didn't tell them that there is a percent, but I think they have to say they can't say nothing is not possible. So I think they have to like cover themselves. But yeah, it's actually happened because I googled it. <laughs> That's crazy. But I literally had like because there is an option you can get your tubes like cut, or you can get them like clamped, or you can All get them right. fully taken. I said you fully taking mine out. I shouldn't be able to have one. Yeah, surely you would think. Unless it's like would some super most... baby that really wanted to be yes. here. I need to be on this earth. Like... Beam myself across. I like. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's been a good chat.